You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 203. We're talking about auditioning in the city, giving yourself time to rest, and working smarter, not harder. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? My name is Maggie Barra. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced by me, Maggie Barra, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow me for more on social media at Actor Aesthetic or my personal account at Maggie Barra. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Well, if you listened to last week's episode, you'll know that by the end of it, I had a meltdown. Just kidding. But I I ended up calling it lovingly the episode. Audition season is my worst nightmare, and I will come out of it alive. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, new to New York City, new to professional theater, and specifically professional musical theater, I'm going to give you a quick recap. Audition season is the time of the year between January through like April-ish, May, and a bunch of theaters that predominantly have seasons of shows over the summer will audition people in big cities. Like, for example, New York City. It's a prime spot for these theaters to come and scout out New York talent and bring them on over to their theaters for the summer. And this all happens in January, February, March, April. And I have this like weird thing with calling it an audition season because like, yes, there's a lot of pressure that either you put on yourself or agents put on you or casting directors inherently put on you to do your best work during this time because there are going to be a lot of auditions happening. and. This past week, we had a snow day in New York City, and um, it's funny. I I went on Instagram. I'm at Actor Aesthetic on Instagram. My personal account is at Maggie Barra, and I went to an audition. um, Super, super, super last minute was not going to go because the weather was just absolutely god-awful terrible, at least in the morning. And then it like cleared up by the end of the day. So I was like, I guess I'll go, I guess, if if it's not gonna kill me and and I have time, I'm just gonna hop on over. And so I did. But I, I reached out to you guys on my my Instagram and I asked if you were if you were in the city, if you were A going to auditions today or B cozy indoors and the majority of you responded cozy indoors which is cool however what I noticed was that I had a couple of uh, conversations with folks 
where their first reaction to that story was, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty. I feel so guilty. I didn't go to an audition today. I ended up doing X, Y, Z. I ended up going to my job instead. I ended up uh, not waking up early and, you know, staying in bed all day. And what kills me is that especially during this time, we as actors have this idea that we have to be constantly moving, constantly doing something, constantly doing something that makes us feel like we're worth it, makes us feel like we're doing something to forward our careers. I have this feeling every single day. It's actually why, a little bit of why, I decided to get my butt up and go to this audition. Now, I was in an okay mental space for this audition because I was working remotely and so I was able to get done what I needed to get done for my full-time job and I thought, oh, why not? Like, it, it wasn't going to hurt me, okay? However, if it was a snow day and I was living in central Jersey where my family's from and it was going to be dangerous to get to the train, to take a train into the city, and the weather was treacherous, and or I just wasn't feeling it, that's okay too. And so what I, what I want to remind you all is that, especially during this time, if you are in New York City or a big city right now, look around. There are so many auditions happening. So many. Um, it's wild. And there are so many theaters that are auditioning. Now, I think this idea of the hustle, the grind, is heightened when you are non-union because it's already a grind. It's already an uphill climb when you're non-union trying to break your way into the industry. I was non-union. I was EMC. I was an actor who was getting up every single day so early in the morning to sign up on some godforsaken unofficial list that ended up getting trashed, that I had to run over to this audition and run back over to this one um, and hope to get seen at this one. And I was told they weren't seeing non-equity and I would wait around all day till five o'clock and would just be turned away. And I would have to sadly go back home. My dad and I would commute into the city together and I would go back home. And on the ride home, I would tell my dad, well, didn't get to audition today. <laughs> and he would say, well, what else? What did you do? And, um, and I had to find other ways to fill the time, which I mean, otherwise I would, I would go insane, but I know, or at least I knew what it feel like to, to be at that point in my career. And so I, I feel that anxiety that, that you may be feeling right now about the hustle and the grind that it takes to, honestly, just get one foot in the door. Sometimes getting up early and putting your name on a list and being one of the first people on that list will literally make or break you actually getting seen at an audition because of time constraints. But here's what I have to offer you if you are 
newer to the industry, newer to New York City specifically, still non-union and still feeling like you have to hustle. I want you to be smart. This does not mean working harder. I want you to work smarter. Now, you might hate me for saying this right now because I have since joined the union and I have since, you know, listen, I paid my dues, but I I am a union member now. And so even though it is difficult for me to get an audition outside of my agents, I at least have the ability to go on actorsequity.org and at 1145 the week before any particular EPA that I want to go to, I can click sign up and hope that I get a spot. Now, I'm telling you right now that this is a that's a podcast for another day. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, that is a podcast for another day. Um, and if you're interested in learning more about the logistics of signups and how that all works for an equity member in New York City, specifically equity principal auditions, equity chorus calls, auditions for Broadway and national tours and regional ask me and I'd be happy to do an episode on that. But I'm specifically talking right now to my folks, my friends who are non-union and feeling like they have to hustle and they have to grind and they have to beat themselves up to get their foot in the door. I want you to work smarter and not harder. I want you to take care of yourself and do things that are going to feel good. Do things that are going to make you feel excited to wake up the next day and start all over again. You have to take care of your body. You have to take care of your mental health. And you have to take care of the things that are going to sustain you financially. You cannot go to an audition and put your best foot forward. God forbid you're actually seen at that audition. You cannot put your best foot forward if you are in a negative headspace, if you bring a negative energy into the room, they can smell that from a mile away. And negative energy can come from any myriad of reasons. It can come from personal experiences, your mental health. It can come from your physical health. If you're feeling tired, worn out, um, if your endurance is low, if you are struggling with finances, you know, when, when you walk into an audition and it feels like you are desperate for that job, and this goes for literally any, any career, if you feel desperate for that job, the person that is going to hire you or not hire you can smell that from a mile away. So you have to work smarter and not harder. What does that look like? Because someone could just say that and that's easier said than done, right? But what is what does working smarter look like? To me, when I was non-union, and if I were non-union now, here's what I would do. I would go onto the casting sites like Playbill and Broadway World and Actors Access. I would make an account on Actors Access, especially if I didn't have an agent. Definitely if I had an agent, because they use that, but especially if I didn't have an agent. And I would get an account, and I would submit to anything I'm right for. First and foremost, I would put my best material online on my website. 
I would show up on social media and I'd get creative. If I were funny, I would make funny stuff on the internet and hope for the best. If I were gifted on an instrument, I would play that all the freaking time and film it a bunch of different ways and just share that stuff on the internet. If I were gifted as, if I had a, a cool personality, I would share that on the internet. If I had something, anything that I thought maybe, just maybe, made me a little bit different than the rest, I would embrace it. Now, I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying this is what I would do. Another thing is I would reach out to my sphere. Especially if I didn't have an agent, okay? Because what's really, really challenging when you're non-union is that it's hard to, A, already get seen at these required equity calls. So you have to show up early to these open calls for non-union actors, which is something that I did. And actually, it's how I got my, my equity card was I went to an open call for a theater. But what's hard is you go to these equity calls, these equity required auditions, and you don't get seen because it's, it's I mean, they're all a gamble, really. They're, I just went to an audition the other day and they were seeing non-union people. I went to an audition the day before that and they decided at the very beginning of the call they were not seeing non-union actors and they probably had time to see them and they and the casting team decided they didn't want to see them that day or they just didn't they didn't have the capacity to see non-union actors. So when you think about it it's really a gamble. So when you hear the hustle culture, when you hear, when you look left and you see someone getting there at three o'clock in the morning and you look right and you hear about so-and-so uh, is going to this call and this call and this call and this call, what they're doing is they're throwing a lot of spaghetti at the wall and they're seeing what sticks. And that is a way to do this. That is one way to do this, to throw a lot of spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. But I think that's going to lead to such an incredible burnout so quickly that you're going to have to be smarter about it if you want to sustain this, if you want to have a career in this. If you don't have an agent yet, reach out to a professor, your mentors, your guides in the industry, maybe industry professionals you're familiar with, casting directors maybe you've been in front of several times or have worked with in classes. Take class with agents through uh, places like Actors Connection. If you went to college for theater or musical theater, ask around. Ask people who they're signed with. Ask people who they're repped by, who they're freelancing with. Ask them questions about who they like, who they don't like. Ask people you trust, first and foremost, or people you look up to. But just ask around and put yourself out there. Like it you, it can't hurt to just try, right? It can't hurt to ask. You can literally ask anyone that you think could push you in the right direction. Ask them to help. One of the biggest things that, that resonated with me, I don't know if I talked about this last week on the podcast, but it resonated with me, is that a friend of mine said recently that she asked for help. She finally asked for help. And my God, did I ask for help? You know what? I did talk about this last week. I asked for help. And it paid off big time, quickly. 
And I am not someone, I am very prideful, unfortunately, and I'm working on it. And I finally asked for help and it, and I help, I asked for a lot of help and it has incredibly changed. It has changed my life. And so if you are struggling right now, you're looking for guidance, you're looking for support, lean on the people that you trust and just ask for help. Circling back to the idea of being non-union and working smarter and not harder, make sure you have some really solid material on file digitally. Like right now, that should be number one priority. Top priority is that you have some really good footage of you digitally. And this could just be you singing in front of a plain wall, singing in front of one of those blue screens or gray screens with a ring light, whatever, good lighting. Have something that you can send so quickly to the next theater that's doing a show that you really want to do or the next Broadway show that you really want to submit for. Because a lot of these theaters, a lot of these seasons, a lot of these shows ask for very similar things. They'll ask for 16 to 32 bars of a musical theater song, 16 to 32 bars of a pop song, 16 to 32 bars of a golden age song. And so what you need to be doing right now is planning ahead for when you do see that audition listing pop up that says we're looking for virtual submissions for XYZ and you already have something on file. You have your headshot and resume digital. You have a website, which if you don't have a website, I have a couple of uh, episodes on that already. And you have clips of you doing what you do best that fits in the realm of the season of shows they're doing or the show that you're auditioning for. And you could just send that like so fast, right? I think there is something to be said about the speed in, in, the, uh, in the, the real estate industry. My boss calls it the speed to lead, speed to lead, right? It's very salesy, right? Speed to lead. The quicker you are to um, getting a lead, uh, responding to someone who's interested in something, the quicker and more successful you are likely to be with that sale. And this is very similar to theater. I think the quicker that you can get top of mind to a casting director, an agent, a director, a choreographer, whatever, the quicker you can get your materials in successfully and clean, the better. Um, I don't know why this is true, but there has been a through line for me anytime I do a self-tape and it's requested like in two weeks and then I just decide to do it like in a day and they're like still 10 days before the audition is due, but I just do it quickly. For some reason, when you think about it, I will have a higher chance of getting a callback or getting that audition viewed a bunch of times because casting or whoever is watching the tape has way more time to view my material versus someone who is sending it in on the due date and think about all the other people that are also sending it in on the due date. So these are just things that I, I think about firsthand when it comes to working smarter and not harder. And of course, I have many, many more things to say about this. Um, but it's getting late for me, and uh, I have another audition that I have to prepare for that's coming up soon. And you know what else? If you've stuck with me long enough, I just want you to know this. Sometimes it feels like going to all these auditions, whether you get seen or not seen, it just feels like 
they're not worth it. But I just got a call back from an ECC, not through my agents, from an ECC that I sang maybe 40, 30 seconds of a song for. Okay? It's worth it. I promise. When you show up and you do good work and you feel good, it's worth it. But on the other hand, just know this. There will always be another audition, especially in a big city like New York City. I love you all. If you found this episode helpful, screenshot it. Tag actor aesthetic at Maggie Berra. Let me know that you're listening. I'd love to see who is following along with me there. And of course, if I see you at auditions, please come up to me, say hello. Um, I would love to put a face to a name. It takes a village. I'll see you all next week. Thank you.